0: This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about the show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. Live Yeah, yeah.
1: Pink suits with has to match. Big cracker down and Cadillacs. You looking for the fatty sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Yo, what up, though? Shaman J. Johnson, aka the Tinfoil Hat Titan, aka the Conspiracy Realist, aka the Technological Snob, Steve Jobs Junior, aka (laughs) Don't Text Me with Your Green Bubbles. That was pretty good. Uh, That that was pretty
2: good this week. (laughs) And uh, Dame Gone Wild, AKA the Negan of the West Side, AKA the Overseer of the Whooping House, and AKA the Wayne County Outlaw, fresh out of Frank Murphy. Hey, hold on, dog. That's a violation, dog. <laughs> you cannot bring up the Whooping House, okay? I cried laughing. Every time I watched the podcast last week and you talked about the whooping house,
1: hey man, I got that it. is probably the best story I've ever heard in my life. I specifically said on last week's podcast, don't text or mention me it with anything about the whooping house.
2: And guess what? I How got? many texts did you get? At about least four.
1: It. <laughs> <laughs> the whooping house. Really? <laughs> hey, It is what it is, man.
2: Yeah.
1: All right. How was your week, man?
2: Crazy. Crazy. We just gonna jump off into it, yeah, man. Uh, starting with the story of my weekly run-in with the police. Uh, so uh, my car been doing a fool ever since that hit and run that I had.
1: The one that when you hit and ran, <laughs> yeah. Oh.
2: So ever since we had the, ever since I had that hit and run incident, my car has been running like crap. It was been doing a fool. So uh, I reached out to a couple hood mechanics to come take a look at my baby and get her back up and running and purring like she's supposed to. Uh, called around for parts. I needed, like, some ignition coils, but them joints is expensive as
1: hell. There's, like, $90 a pop. I know nothing about ignition coils. Neither do I. I'm not, I'm not like, a car guy. I it's just... in the computer. I can fix it. If it's in the car, I call my dad.
2: Yeah, I just wanted to get it fixed. So I called around. I went to AutoZone and got the part, but I needed, like, three of them, and there's, like I said, about $89 a pop. So mm-hmm. I was like, ah, that's probably not the most economical way to go about getting this repair done. So I called over to Holbrook Auto. They had them for twenty five dollars each. Okay. Bet I'm on my way to Holbrook Auto, but it's right off difference. Yeah, it's a huge. I mean, I can get three Three for the cost of yeah. So I went over. I was going to Holbrook Auto to pick them up, and I had to ride through the uh, through the capital of Detroit, Highland Park. Right. (laughs) And Highland Park is. I'm not even going to knock HP because I got family out there, but
1: it's. It's a sad state of affairs in the city of Highland Park. So you know, Highland Park literally sits in the middle of Detroit.
2: I don't understand why we just can't come together with the city of Highland Park and extend the it, city limits. Like literally, it is literally in
1: the middle of the city of Detroit. It might as well just become a part of and it. And it's
2: only like, I think Highland Park is uh, only like 50 to 75 like block radius. But anyway, so I'm driving through Highland Park to get it. Now, I know I'm hot because my license is suspended. I just found out that my tags were bad. Not that my plate had been suspended by the state also. Jesus. Yeah. So I'm riding. It's so a, a APB out on you. Yeah, I'm riding so bold. And uh, so I got off. I took the lodge, got off on uh, Woodward, and I said, you know what? I'm too hot to be on Woodward. And as soon as I turned on Woodward, I saw a police officer behind me. So I said, I got to get off of Woodward because mm. he run my plates. I'm going to jail. So I got off of Woodward, turned down the side street on Pasadena, and I said I'm just going to take the back roads all the way to Six Mile, and get my uh, park. So as soon as I scooped down on Pasadena, I made a questionable stop at the (laughs) stop sign. (laughs) I'm not going to say it was a rolling stop; it was just questionable. Questionable, okay. And and I'm going on a one way street now. So I see this, I see this unmarked 300. Coming in my direction on the one way. Whoa, 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 whoa! Why does Highland Park have three police cars that are in three hundred? Absolutely no clue, no clue. He's in the unmarked three hundred. Interesting. Coming down the one way, and then I see the Christmas lights come on. So i'm like, <laughs> "What the hell?" I'm thinking that maybe he's on his way to something, and I just gotta kind of got to get out the way. So I've done that. Yeah, I pull up in this parking lot. And he's like, "You pull over," and I'm like, "For what?" He was like, "Did you make?" Uh, he said, "I observed you on Pasadena, and you didn't make a complete stop at the stop sign." And I He's was definitely in work mode. Observed you? Yeah, those are,
1: those are technical terms.
2: And I, was, I didn't answer. I just, <laughs> I just because I'm not going, I'm not going to play that game that you're going to talk me into something. So I just didn't anything. answer. Yeah. So he gets to the car license registration proof of insurance. I only have one of the three. Because I got fake insurance and my <laughs> license is suspended, and I know the plate on this car is not worth the ten that is printed on. Right. So I just tell him straight up, like, "Look, I got my license, but it's suspended, sir." Oh, mind you, the officer Did had a sho- the officer had a shoulder length perm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he had a shoulder limp. <laughs> <perm>. So <laughs> I gave him my license and he also asked for my car keys. So I knew what time it was. Yeah, I said, yeah. either I'm going to jail or he's impounding it or he's going to do a combination of both. Uh, after he sat in the car for about 15 minutes and wrote me up a ticket, I saw a tow truck pull up. But the tow truck already had a car on it. So I'm thinking, uh, maybe, it should, maybe it's just coincidence. Coincidence. Until the tow truck driver got out and I heard him talking to the police officer. He said, yeah, I just called the other guy. He's on his way. So I know they're at least taking my truck. Uh, police officer comes back. He was kind enough to write me a ticket with about four charges on it. And then I
1: hope he don't listen to his podcast. I hope he does. Because he going to hear because let it be uh, Miguel or Kwame again. And uh, it's a it, it wasn't them. But I will find out what his name is,
2: and I will put it out here next week. So, uh, yeah. So he comes back to the car, gives me a ticket, tells me that they're impounding my car. Now, at this point, I'm thinking, I'm going to jail, too. And he's just like, just get what you need out the car and lock it. So I said, I'm not going to jail? He said, no, because you gave me a license. So I said, but can't you see that I got, you know, proof of insurance when you run it on the car? He said, you couldn't present it to me? So the car is going to jail. <laughs> so, tow truck took my car, took my my truck to truck prison, uh, and I'm now I'm on foot in Highland Park, and my battery is on three uh, percent. I was able to call up uh, a ride, and my so foot- they didn't take you to jail. No, it didn't take me to jail. It just oh, took my the, car. That's the love. Nah, no, well, that's not I, the love. I've been that way. Been I would have rather gone to jail. And the only reason I say that if I went to jail, I could have bonded it right out and then went I'm back to my car more money though nah it doesn't it's only about like I've been to jail before on the same type of stuff the bond is like three hundred bucks it's two it was two sixty to get my car out of the impound for one night but this but here's where the worst of it comes in at is that since my license is bad, my registration is bold, I have no insurance on the car, so you gotta take I
1: care of all that before you I had to, the car.
2: And my birthday is next week, so I had to do it anyway, yeah. but I was going to kind of finagle the money until then. But it's like, I got to do it today
1: in order to get my car out because that impound, that per day charge would have killed me. Hey, man, about 10 years ago, man, not, maybe not even that long ago, I, I've been through the same thing. Uh, Michigan Avenue and Wayne Road, and he asked me, uh, so I have no idea why they pulled me over. It was cold one morning. Um,
2: Did you fall asleep in your car?
1: No, I was leaving. It was cold, so like, you know what I'm saying, I'm like, I can still see my breath. So it was a, it's a yellow light. I even stopped at the yellow light because I'm like, I'm, I just want to warm up, whatever. So turn green. They start. I start pulling off. I see Christmas lights. And I'm thinking like, damn, somebody about <laughs> like, <laughs> somebody's about to get flicked. Somebody's about to and then they get behind me. I'm thinking like, damn, like, what up? So I pulled over. We pulled over in the church, a church parking lot. Now, it's, it's in the wintertime. Jesus said, don't pull me over that's in the winter time <laughs> got a black leather coat on and a black skull cap on so you fit the description and you're going to jail it, right <laughs> so i'm thinking like okay so uh and my license is suspended at the time uh well no my jail license, jail jail my license <laughs> wasn't uh suspended but the the tags was bad long story short he came up to the car asked me he kept asking me over and over is the car registered in your name i'm like yes um so then he asked me to step out the car I'm thinking to myself, like, why? Well, why well, I gotta get out the car? Because you're going <laughs> to jail. That's so why I you get out get the, the, the car, car, and he puts my hands behind my back, and he leads me against the car, and it's the church, and these people look out the window, and I just know how it looks. So they're looking at me, dressing all black. <laughs> Pray for me. Pray for me. <laughs> like, I just know how it looked. So he puts me in the back of the squad car. I'm like, at this time, this is the first time I've ever been in the back of the car. And I'm like, hey, these cuffs don't, like, there's no give to handcuffs. Yeah.
2: There's no give to
1: them. So I was in a and I was in a grand marquee. So with tinted windows, like this was a, it was just a bad circumstance.
0: Jail. But
1: I was headed to work.
0: So basically, you were the perfect storm of rolling probable cause.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, he put me in the back of the squad car and he searches the vehicle. Um, then he the tr- He searched everything in there. The trunk is up. Then he puts his hand on his hips. He like he looks around and then he searches it again. I'm like, there there like there's nothing to be there.
2: Like, Where's the guns or the <laughs> drugs? Sorry.
1: So then he comes back to me. I was like, all right, uh, hit me with the the Denzel. Like, you wanna go to jail or you wanna go home? I'm like, uh, I don't want to go to jail. Uh so he impounds the car. I'm like, at the time, like, can I, my girlfriend stays around the corner? Can she just come pick up the car? He's like, No, we don't let anybody do that for safety like but you the police <laughs> like, <laughs> you are the safest person that i know like you have a gun uh so they impounded my car and they left me on the corner uh michigan avenue and wayne road and uh
2: and see when when the police officer took my car like he was still rolling around in the area so now i'm sitting
1: outside and i'm looking at him drive past me like and I had to take care like of all for that real? stuff and stuff i didn't end up from a ticket i had a year or so before and stuff got suspended by the block ended up paying like 12 1300 hours that day Went to go get my car at impound, and he happens to be there because you got to go get a Shut release. Up, you got to get a release from the from the from the police station before you go back. And he come. He looks at me like, "Oh, you coming to get your car, huh?" No, I'm just here for the. I'm, I'm like, just here to visit. I just want to know what, what exactly <laughs> made you pull me over. I was doing the speed limit. I even stopped at a yellow light. I was. He just ran your tag. He ran your. T- he ran Wildo. your plate. Well, oh, I know why. I mean, the grand marques with tinted windows, the black leather coat, and the black skull cap. And where were you at on Michigan and what? Michigan Wayne Road
2: doesn't sound like you were in Detroit,
1: but <laughs> it's wintertime and it's cold. He's supposed to wear a big coat and and, and and
2: Not if you want to get pulled over, yeah. bro. So, just to end, just to conclude my story, uh, somebody came picked me up, took me back to the crib next day, and shout out to my homeboy B. McGee because he always comes through in the clutch. Next day, I had he took me to go. Take care of getting my registration and my homegirl Blue, cause she looked out too. Mm-hmm. Uh, took me to go get my business handle at the Secretary of State. My homeboy B took me to the impound to get my truck. And here's the crazy thing: I don't carry cash, so when I go to the impound, you know it was two sixty to get my baby back, and you know whatever, just swipe my card. She was like, "Oh, want to make it
1: as difficult as possible."
2: She like, "This is for Highland Park, right?" I said, "Yeah." She said, "They're cash only." So I'm like, okay, there's what? a there's an ATM machine inside of the tow yard. Every but time. I could only get a hundred dollars out of the ATM machine. <laughs> yeah. Let me guess. So strip club fees? <laughs> Twenty bucks every hundred? Basically. Yeah. So I can only get a hundred dollars out of that ATM. So now You
1: gotta go to it three times.
2: No, no. It, it's one transaction. Oh you can get a yes, that's it. Wow. So now I gotta get my homeboy to take me to Bank of America. So I can get $260 out and get my truck back. Wow. So I finally got my truck back. Still need the repairs. My hood mechanic is now not picking up. So I got to find somebody else to fix it. Moral of the story is. Pay your tickets. Pay your t- pay <laughs> your tickets. Avoid Highland Park like the plague. And now I'm back out here on these streets
1: yeah man fresh out we're located the best place for you right now then it's it's not (laughs) it's not like i i i i prayed police officers actually actually, uh patrol in the
2: suburbs they do so i prayed the whole way out (laughs) and then i had to drive through oak park like once you cross eight mile it's dangerous it's dangerous like outside of the city is unforgiving yeah
0: I'll tell you the good back way out of here.
2: Good Wouldn't enough. You know. Good enough.
0: <laughs> if you don't mind, I got a question for you because we talked about this on our show. What's your take on the new technology that they're putting in cop cars, where basically it's hooked into the dash cam, and they don't oh, even and need to, just scan it. They don't yeah. even need to run your plates; it, like it automatically happens, and they know who's likely driving, what your status of insurance is. No, 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 no. I don't like that because that seems like a Fourth Amendment violation to me. So that's
1: where Jay Johnson, the conspiracy realist, it it, it comes is in. to me. It is a violation because
2: you never know who's like, you never know who's in the car, who's really behind the drivers, seat. right? And it well, is, and unless it's I give profiling, you.
0: You. yeah. Unless I well, it's unless I give you cause to run my shit, don't run my shit.
2: Yeah, uh, also, I don't I don't gotta, care for it at all because. I know myself, I live in Detroit, I drive out to Canton every day for work. It's not that I want to go out to Canton every day, like this is how I got to feed my family. And I know I've been pulled over in Canton, and that was just the thing. He was like, I ran your plates, and it just it just popped up. But, like, you don't know who I am based on just,
1: just the plates, but, but just it like- just makes it a hassle. So if you have a camera essentially attached to your car that's recording all the time, who says like i don't know what exactly you're recording at some particular point you're recording everything and you know where everybody at at certain times of day that's
0: it's just too much well me. they released the stat the story came out that the fbi has a facial recognition database with 117 million people in it hmm.
2: snapchat It's that's that's when you do those snapchat filters it's Facebook. facial rec- yeah it's facial recognition software Mm-mm. We're we're in the matrix, and then you know Pokemon Go. Everybody took their video camera, hey, man. and
1: you know we talk about that. No,
2: no Pokemon in my phone, bro. Not at all. It's it's dangerous out in these streets. And I mean, I'm not going to say like I'm a victim. Like I know I'm not a good driver. <laughs> I know I've broken several laws in my life. I've been to jail more than once. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not going to play the victim role mm-hmm. because I know I've been. This
1: is all karma from the hit and run. It probably is they hitting like I, you're gonna get enough fees until it equals the mm-hmm. same amount of money that that poor lady I total her car the, the poor lady I, t-
2: I total her car it was like a monster truck hitting hitting a go-kart I total her yeah, car
1: you're gonna deal with this negative karma until
2: this until you're to your say I feel stand. like I broken even on the karma eh, in Why my not. book I think I broken even so I would just I'm going to church on Sunday and just pray that it stops. You, yeah. you, you don't get to tell karma when you're eating. It, <laughs> it doesn't work
0: that way.
1: I just think it's done. <laughs> it should be done. Right, so what's a what's a podcast without a weekly story from you and the police, man? Uh, it's 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 not complete.
2: All right, so I felt up. like when we had house guests last week, I should have provided her with that. And shout out to uh, Judy, Judy for, for coming through and and breaking bread with us. She is an incredible guest Definitely, and. Man. You really know now, a cousin to the podcast, we look forward to friend, having her friend back. Friend of the show, yeah, we look forward to having her back. Absolutely, um, and she looks good in person. I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> like I'm not, e- I'm not even gonna front like she's not fine in real life. Okay, all right, and that's it. Hey, it's okay that's to it. say
1: that. Yeah, it, it is. It is. Shout out Judy Milato. Yeah, yeah. Um. So what happened this week, man? On in the internet's
2: uh let's let's just start with sunday night did you watch walking dead i could not wait (laughs) hey shot big shout out to negan yo he is the the evilest person in all of television history
1: he's a he's a great villain and he is the funniest villain uh in history
2: uh the walking dead is an incredibly cast show incredibly cast show like they
1: it really is they have all
2: I couldn't have imagined or picked anyone better to play that role.
1: Uh, the only thing, only problem I have with the Negan because I, I watched, it, I mean, I read the comic books. Okay. Know, and Negan in comic books is bigger than that guy. He's that's a pretty skinny Negan for everybody to be scared of. You pretty skinny. You got he, for every he, but a little light ass for me to be scared of. But you. people are scared of him for good reason. True that. Lucille is
2: Negan and Lucille are Ike and Turner, Dre and Ice Cube. They just go together. Dre and Snoop is probably a better combination than Dre and Peanut King. butter and jelly, PB and J. Yeah, pants with pockets, <laughs> ATMs and cash. So,
1: like uh, that's how well they flow together. So I, you know, I read the the uh, the Walking Dead comic, so I kind of I knew that the, we knew it was coming in the comic book. Um, Glenn got it, and just how it was on television with that eyes, I eye popped out, out. Yeah, the whole the, the monologue, everything was the same. However, going into the episode, I was like, I'm going to be pissed if they just killed Glenn. That's it. Because, like, why would you make it? Now, I waited four months, four or five months. For it to be be exactly like you added the suspense. So when they kill Abraham, I was kind of like. We don't love Abraham enough for this to be impactful.
2: We weren't emotionally invested. Glenn had the baby on the way. Yeah. It was just
1: with the two deaths. I'm cool. I even tweeted out earlier that morning at eleven fifty nine a m. That said, for all this suspense, if we don't get two deaths, I'm gonna be pissed. We got two deaths. We
2: got two brutal too. And he can beat them till their faces look like ground beef.
1: You know, there was a lot of talk online talking about they went too far.
2: I don't think so.
1: I didn't. I'm, you know, if I don't you know don't,
2: think. if you're not hit with the comics, you don't know how far the like, like the comics are way more brutal yeah. than anything we've seen on the show. And Negan so says, far. "Fuck a lot." Yeah, that's his favorite word in the comic book. It's nothing wrong with that. Yeah,
1: it's one of my. I favorites. feel like I feel
2: like profanity is like sprinkling lorries on yeah, a fried salt. chicken. A little seasoning. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's a perfect mix. Kirsten, I put that shit on Kirsten, like Frank's. I put that shit on everything. Cursing is lemon pepper because lemon pepper oh, tastes man. good chicken crack. On <laughs> chicken crack.
1: Lemon pepper tastes good on everything.
2: Yeah, it does. It does. So we started off the week real good with the Walking Dead. I'm not disappointed. I'm glad Negan went through and. Started
1: off the killing. Uh, I will just say one thing, though. And it could be a spoiler, but it's not really. So in a comic book, Rick does not have a hand. His hand got chopped off by the governor like a long time ago, right? Yeah. So all through this episode, the writers were playing with us, keep saying, what about your right hand man? They kept showing the act. Something like, they are about to chop his hand. i was. like, they about to finally do it. And they didn't. So that last scene where... I'm thinking like they about when he almost them. cut Carl hand I'm off. like Duh. that was the part that was suspenseful for me I'm thinking like this is really good like he about to do it what would you do in that situation you got three four children right yeah what would you do if he says if you don't chop this arm off I'm, ba- I'm beating his head in with this spite back anyway I'm killing everybody else around here and then I'm gonna leave you alive for the next year to torture you what is your option? Do you cut your kid's head off I mean hand off, or do you see his head get bashed in with a spike back?
2: You can you can survive without a hand, son. <laughs> I would have had to
1: do it. <laughs> life but, life without a hand might be more difficult, but you can survive. But the difference is how quick you cut the hand off. Cause you gotta make it you, you, you got, gotta you gotta see you can't, like, you can't chop at it like it's wood. It's gotta be one shot. But like I'm saying is so he says, all right, chop his hand off or all these people get it. You just can't get it. And shot you. it got to be some kind of struggle like you're not. You don't really want to do it. No, I don't want to do it. But I'm going I'm to look my son in the eye and tell him, look,
2: this is for the greater good
1: of the if rest of us. If it was my us. father and that was the situation, I'm saying, all right, do my hand. But y- you got to act like you don't want to do it, at least for my for my feelings. You got to It got to be a struggle. So. Uh, let's not even go
2: through the back and forth of it. Let's just close <laughs> our eyes. Say a quick prayer. I hope that it's a clean shot and we do it i know a friend of mine lost his thumb in a kitchen accident chopped it off
1: man my father almost well he actually did chop a piece of his thumb off um in the whooping house no in the <laughs> garage with a with a saw i mean with the uh, the circular saw but they uh he was able to get to the hospital and they put it back and i look normal like it just grow back like which is weird
2: yeah um, my homeboy lost his thumb he he's a chef worked Jesus. in the kitchen uh chopped like the tip of it is gone
1: it's gone just a tip. Pause. Yeah, just That's the, the name tip. of this
2: episode.
0: Just tip. <laughs> That's what Shit. those
2: are for. Yeah. yeah. The pro- <laughs> the problematic, the man.
1: The problematic man. Yeah.
0: Well, did you like did you almost get the vibe that Carl was almost calling out Rick for being a wuss? When he was like Just just do it.
2: Uh yeah. Carl but Carl's the, a trooper. Yeah, he, he is. He's he lost. Sh-
1: he didn't got shot. But I mean twice. if he lost the eye. He got shot twice. It's the second time we got shot.
2: Yeah, it that is. We got a lot of war wounds. But it's the end of time. You're fighting zombies. Soldiers catch the bullets. I mean, it yeah. just is what it is. Yeah,
1: it is what it is. So
2: what else? What else popped off this week? I feel like The Walking Dead is the the start of.
1: So uh, speaking about dead um, and saying R. I. P. to two different uh, two different cast members, right? Uh, one of the social media cast members died a horrible death this week. Uh, twitter is killing off vine vine is dead now vine was destined to die but people still use vine i still see funny vines on my time i I, I don't create them but people still do have you ever made a vine video absolutely okay i never did uh so because uh vine is dead uh twitter has been doing like the best vines of all time and these shits are funny it's been all of my time LeBron James that's <laughs> yeah. that's one of my favorites uh, uh it's been a bunch uh, of just funny ones whatever but Twitter is also laying off 300 people they can't find anybody to purchase them and uh it might be over for Twitter it might be over for Twitter it might be over for vine well it's already over for Twitter I mean vine but it's gonna be over Twitter, for Twitter. shouldn't die I don't f- how do you make money though they don't have a way to make money hey man start uh selling ads on these tweets that's what they do now they ain't have to support an entire company, you know, it's not enough. Hey, I don't I've I, I been have trying the to answer. get somebody to, to, to buy it, but no one's buying it. And once you once publicly people seeing that people are not buying it, then I'm not jumping out the window to buy it. You know?
2: I just feel like Twitter shouldn't die. It's such a great space if you want like you have to be really witty and you yeah. have to be kind of
1: So like kinda sharp
2: to Twitter use Twitter. It's not like face Facebook is like Section eight living. Anybody
1: can <laughs> live on Facebook. So these are the three different ones right So to me um, Twitter is savage savagery you I say stuff on Twitter and Instagram that you won't say on Facebook. Because Facebook, your aunts may be there, your uncles, you got your whole family yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Co-workers. But Twitter is for the more cerebral people. Because first off, a lot of people don't like to read. Yeah. Uh, and people don't have content or, or uh, ideas for themselves. And it's
2: hard to mash up something good in 140 characters. Right. I won't say it's hard, but you just got to be a little bit sharper. In that. Instagram
1: models, they post their pics, they get their likes. Cool. You should be seen and not heard, so to speak. But it takes a little bit more for somebody to say, I'm interested in this particular person's thoughts. And I what they to have to say. Yeah. yeah. I want to follow this person because I think what they say is... This. I think
2: 20,000 followers on Twitter means more than 20,000 followers on the gram. Absolutely. Uh, I hope Twitter doesn't die. I love Twitter.
1: I love it. Like I do wish that I didn't have to um, juggle between Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Like This is just too much. It's, just, it's four different... Four so, different apps to keep up with the, the same, same circle of people. Like, Jesus Christ, let's just use one. So, what's?
2: I just hope Twitter doesn't die. I don't even know what I, to say. I, that I, makes I that, that makes me feel sad. I've been tweeting since
1: 2009, man. I love yeah. The tweets.
2: Yeah, I started my first I, Twitter in 2009. I started Twitter. Why don't you have your name? Like Because Jay Johnson is a dead account, essentially, on Twitter.
1: No, I have been tweeting Twitter for like seven years almost to say, can I get the Jay Johnson a twitter account do you even get a response back never like i never do i not, I i've i went to i've emailed and different things whatever so what they said is all the dead accounts essentially they was going to release at one time and then anybody up so i've been jay johnson 313 on twitter forever jay johnson period yeah has not tweeted since 2010 or something so it's just dead in the water he yeah. doesn't care and they only tweeted like two times like, I know this person don't exist. So every time I tweet it, people retweet and be like, hey, Twitter, like, give me the damn account, man. I don't, I don't even, I don't understand. Maybe because we, we not, we're not that popping yet. I need that blue check. Wait till we get out here.
2: Yeah. That blue check, that blue check was like a symbol of validity. Hell yeah, You were official as hell if you had the blue check by your name, but. So
1: Vine died. What about uh, other social media sites that have died?
2: Rest in peace to MySpace. MySpace.
1: MySpace. Remember uh, Justin Timberlake tried to buy it and bring it back?
2: No, I did not This was a couple years ago. That's a bad idea.
1: Yeah, he tried to bring it
2: back. I don't want to be associated with anything. MySpace was it. It was. Like, when I was really rapping and, like, MySpace, like, I got shows through MySpace. I got, like, a a touring deal, and I did, like, 12 dates because of an interaction I set up through MySpace. So, I mean... I have nothing bad to say about
1: MySpace. That top eight meant something. It really, like if you wasn't somebody top eight. It meant something. You texted your girl like, hold on, who 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 was who number six in your, in your top eight? It better be who, me. Who was this? Yeah, like, and if you could get somebody official, M- MySpace
2: started the whole I am now an internet model phase because we saw a lot of chicks kind of come. We did. We saw a lot of chicks come up through MySpace. That was the start of it.
1: I kind of think, uh, so Black,
2: we can't forget Black Planet. Let me tell you something. I landed so much pussy through
1: Black Planet. We already went through my my horror story. (laughs) I cannot even
2: front. I met so many chicks through Black, like Black Planet bought me through, bought me through. I landed so many chicks through Black Planet. Uh, And Black Planet also was my first, both of our first encounters with Catfish was through definitely
1: got cat y'all remember the catfish story? yeah it was through black, catfish, black, black planet black
2: but like planet. i met so many like that's what opened me up to like the internet being an amazing place and i can meet women from just sitting inside the house i had a, a dial-up connection when i was on black
1: planet. Oh, absolutely right. everybody got that we had a second phone line and it was taking me like a week to download the album but that was okay i was perfectly fine with that i remember the first song
2: i downloaded through Napster, D12, I'll shit on you. And it took
1: I an did. hour and a half. I did definitely download that. Unofficially, I could have possibly, this is unofficially, I can't confirm nor deny. Okay, I could have downloaded the R. Kelly tape off of Kazaa, <laughs> and I could have sold those in D Streets. You gave your computer allegedly. an STV. You I'll gave say, your computer an STV.
0: Kazaa and LimeWire. Yeah, you got free stuff, but you needed a new laptop every three yes. months.
2: Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> I went
1: through like Line Linewire, Linewire was my site. Cause I was first. It was I, well, it was Napster and then Kazai. But Linewire, Linewire was Linewire, so much better. Linewire came out, it was like, Jesus Christ. I had Linewire was like Google Linewire, for, for music. Linewire was
2: Google for porn.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. That went Bear <laughs> Oh. Yeah, Bear, yeah,
2: Bear Share was Bear. another good one. But like you said, one you're gonna use it, your computer's gonna catch an S T D yeah. and then it it's
1: R I P to your computer. Yeah. Um so Black Black Panther's out of here. MySpace is out of here. What else has died? It used to be another um social app that it started up, but it was a red app. It was like Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It was like all of them mixed together. It just never took off. And I ended up having to get rid of it. Who knows? I can't man. even I can't even think of the name of it. So clearly we know what it didn't make. It. Uh
2: I feel like it's another one. If you
1: out gotta here. give up one of the popular four, which one one gotta go? Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, or Facebook. One has to go.
2: By Facebook.
1: I give up Facebook.
2: I don't care. Like, my Facebook is more so a point of reference. So I can keep up with people I used to know, like, back in high school. Well... well. Make sure you gotta go to Shop Talk Pot
1: nah, <laughs> on Facebook. Then like, maybe that's and a, like that's, the page. But maybe that's <laughs> a
2: bad decision. Remember when you used to have a college? You used to have to have a college yeah, email address. Yeah. Like Facebook was like a country. Club. And then it
1: opened up to like business. Everybody. Well, at first it opened up to colleges. Then you have to be like a, a part of a network. So if you work for like Ford or uh, at the time Comcast, or you had to be invited. And then it just they just like then they just
2: it. opened up the floodgates about two thousand eight, yeah. two
1: thousand nine. It felt I felt. I felt um, when they did that when Instagram was only iPhone only. Yeah,
2: I do and remember. They,
1: and they let uh, these horrible green bubble Android people, <laughs> yeah, uh, man. start coming in. I felt like it. We went from like a gated community to Section Eight because because it it was
2: exclusive. I remember the day that Instagram became like available to everybody. The memes
1: and the, this was before memes. No, no, popping. it was it was just pictures. Yeah, like and people we, didn't really get it. Like, so I'm just posting pictures. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that day on Twitter, like, the, the before memes were the thing, the yeah. memes was popping. Yeah, it like, was. It was definitely popping. Like, that gated community. <laughs> <laughs> we let everybody in. So, we, uh, we let
2: everybody. I feel like it's one more site or one more social media app uh, that was dope as hell I mean, that just died. We I, said Black I, Planet, I feel like MySpace. Yahoo Instant Messenger
1: and, 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 and AIM and AOL Instant Messenger, that was like its own social media
2: it was. AOL chat rooms used to be popping.
1: Yeah. I feel like I'm dating myself, but so
2: what? Everybody had like that AOL disc that you load. Like that was that was your first taste of the internet. I remember that sound when it connected and you were on that slow-ass internet and you were just happy with it. Remember when the internet was slow as hell? Uh, I do. I, I definitely do. That phone modem was a I'll piece of I'll never go shit. back. I
1: got 90 megabytes.
2: Ah! Yeah. I got I got that that ninety meg service with with the cast and I don't so, know what I would do without it now.
1: Speaking of exclusivity, uh, and I did call myself the te- technological snob. I really don't like Android. I mean, you like stop trying to get me to download apps. To, to to I use FaceTime, man. That's what I'm using. Okay, I'm not about to download your little weird app. I'm not about to look at your Android. I feel you. Emojis um just stop androids have emojis they look weird though like i don't use them send me something i got little x's in my in my text i'm like what is that i don't want to do it. you know what i hate like
2: when when i because i had an android at one point when you send a message and it doesn't come all in order you'll get
1: one part two, one three, then four. four like listen dog I'm, I'm trying to read bible verses i'm trying to read this uh, <laughs> i feel like i'm reading the scripture yeah like, no i don't need that.
2: yeah so what what else happened this week i feel like we like Oh, uh, Loser Chasers four came out today.
1: Oh, Meek L Chasers. Chasers. Uh, so listen, man, we had a conversation offline, right? Yeah. Uh, DC four, Dream Chasers four came out. Meek dropped the project, and I was—I've never been like a giant Meek fan. Um, I don't. It's not that I dislike him. I just was never like a, a giant fan. Okay, whatever. That, that's fair. Uh, the music has been mediocre. It ain't been horrible. It ain't been like—I mean, some songs. Just, it's what you expect from. Them. Some songs are good. Some songs are just whatever. So I listened to it. It's just, it's just, it's okay to me. I don't want to say it's whack and blah, blah, blah. It's just okay to me. I don't know how to judge it because I'm not like a giant fan. But we were talking. You were saying how Meek been taking L's? It's over. He's been his his career has more losses than victories. Right, and I told you off air like it don't matter no more because when somebody tells you who to like again. People are just gonna take it back.
2: I don't think so. You can completely destroy like and I and I argue this with you off air that like fifty cent gave us the blueprint on how to completely destroy someone. <laughs>
1: he did not destroy He
2: dismantled anybody. Ja Rule and Murder Inc.
1: Listen Single handedly. That's not the truth.
2: It is the truth. Single handedly because he sick the feds on him. You think? Nah, I'm not going.
1: I'm uh, I'm not
2: going.
1: Okay, I seen. I rebuke that. I rebuke that. Uh, The order of protection is real, but what I'm saying is, 50 Cent did not kill Jairo, like how everybody say. What killed j was when he went to prison. Think about the reason I say that. The momentum was still behind. This is what I. This is what I mean because I'm gonna come by facts. You know what I mean. So, he
2: came out in 2003, right? Yeah.
1: j released two more albums. For another two years. But they weren't as commercially
2: successful as the music that he released You mean prior to tell me to New
1: that. York wasn't commercially successful?
2: We talking about singles. And that was his second. Hold on. We talking about singles. An album is a full body of work.
1: Wonderful? R. Kelly wasn't commercially successful? I don't even remember that song. I'll be perfectly Get the, the fuck honest. out of here, dog. So in 2005, so he dropped two more albums that was nationally, that was charted, that went gold, that, that sold all these records or whatever, that was on the radio, we dropped albums. May F- Jairu go away? Was well, he went to prison for a gun charge?
2: But the music, the music, and the momentum start started to die.
1: Tell me what the Fifty Cent Distracted track was. Uh, the Hail Mary song. What Hail Mary song? He did it with all the G unit. It was uh, you don't know it because it don't exist. It does exist. Google it. Go on he YouTube. A, you'll find it. Fifty Cent don't have a
2: diss song. He doesn't have a signature diss song.
1: Dude, can Fifty Cent rap?
2: Come on, nigga.
1: That's a valid question yes 50 cent can i rip. love get Rich or dry time is a classic
2: album okay outside where of he's pop, rapping his ass off was he oh, I'll, 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 let me t- i will retract that okay not rapping his ass thank off, you but he's he's rapping
1: he's a mediocre rapper right now nah, i give 50 cent a, like he had a he had who a good we, run we're not talking about runs we're not talking about popularity we ain't talking about the impact i'm talking about the skill of rapping Just, who does who who does he rap better than he doesn't rap better than members of his own crew. Like that's you, what I'm talking about. So when I say can fifty cent rap, I don't want that's not a shot. Yes, he can rap. At fifty cent. You know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, he but can like, rap.
2: But when you talk about like that top ten rappers conversation, no. He doesn't he he doesn't belong there. He's not in the Andre three thousand conversation.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Shout out to uh us. We finally about to do this Andre three thousand. Tomorrow uh, it it'll, it'll drop on Sunday. Yeah, we doing the battle. It's gonna be a YouTube I'm a murder exclusive you, son. You're too you too emotional, dog. Like, in real life. You're too emotional about it. You, you are emotionally attached to Andre you, 3000. You sound like a typical Joy road nigga right now. Hey, I it am, is what it is. But you're too emotionally attached. And you think I'm you know emotionally attached. It I am attached to the facts. It ain't a fact. You shit on a lot of quality rappers is what who I'm going to tell who you. Who I done shit on? I'm objective. I, the emotion, not the one. I'm mm-hmm. objective.
2: Let me tell you something. And I'll say it right now. Andre 3000 is the best rapper out of Atlanta.
1: I bet you uh, these verses, we, tomorrow we're about to do it. And you cheated a- too,
2: though, because I gave you my list of verses. I don't even know what I'm going up against.
1: Nigga, Andre 3000 got like 12 songs by himself. He don't got a big, it ain't His discography
2: stretches 20 plus years. I
1: swear to God, ain't nobody uh, listened to an Outcast album, an official Outcast album, and heard an Andre 3000 verse and said, this one of the best rappers alive. Everybody who said that, it came after he dropped some songs on little local mixtapes in the walk out. Little local mixtapes. Defo L, them niggas is local.
2: Come on. Uh, well,
1: Defo yeah. L, walk it out shit like that. That's cool cuz them verses are fire. But five dope records, I mean five dope. throw verses? some
2: D's on her. Hold on. This is this is probably one of the best I, and I just throw this one out there precursor to the battle. The art of storytelling part 4. Andre raps the first verse and it is incredible from the opening statement to the last bar. So let me incredible.
1: You, so do you think the story itself was, was incredible or the rhyming ability was incredible? Mm-hmm. I just want, and that's not, a, I'm asking you say that one more time. Is it the story that you infatuated? No, with, or the, or was it the, rhyming? the rhyming ability. All right. Cause when I think about rhyming, I think about word choice. I think about cadence. I think about bar structure, how you ride. The, like it's, it's really like You never hear scientific. the beat over Match 3000. Have you ever heard Killer Mike get outshined on Outcast track? Have you ever heard Killer Mike get outshined anywhere? Like, it doesn't is Killer, is Killer Mike from Atlanta? He is, but he is has not. Has Killer Mike ever rapped on a song with Andre 3000? Yes, he has. Has Andre 3000 ever outshined Killer Mike? That
2: is debatable.
1: So, you told me that Killer Mike, I mean, you said he was the best rapper out of Atlanta. and I just gave you just an example. Of a rapper who he's rapped with who's never outshined him on a track. He's first of all, Killer Mike is so far is not whack. Like
2: it's going to be hard to, you know, just make him look bad. So like let's
1: let's not even yeah. let's not even go there because I feel like that's a loaded question. What I'm just saying is when just because I don't put Andre 3000 in my top five MCs of all time, don't mean I don't love and respect. Is them. he in your top ten? Uh, you got to drop an actual solo project before I can put you in the, the love best below. MC the love below was an r&b album it was which i love to death it was how many songs did he rap on two to roses (laughs) like roses really more like boo boo and that was half the song
2: it was it was still an incredible album all right but she lives in my lap
1: that was not a rap song. Though. I'm just saying he he puts out incredible music. That's why you too no, emotional on it, man. Look, man, you're looking
2: at the the the, the we'll let we'll we'll let our listeners decide because it'll yeah. be up on Sunday, and I will sun you. Even though even though you've loaded this thing with with Ti verses, and you have not shared your list with me, you are a terrible friend. And a terrible host. Hey
1: man, <laughs> my list is right here. It's, it's, oh, so so, look. take it, email
2: it to me. My list is right here. Email it. To, I'm a I'm a I'm a, You gonna get this work? All right, man. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm just saying tomorrow. What's the next topic, bro? Because yeah, yeah. you gonna you gonna make me mad. <laughs> and I've been drinking.
1: All right, man. What else is going on? Oh, speaking of Meek, uh, Ross uh, said he, him him uh, he got on phone with Game and Meek, and they squashed their beef. So he got them on three way, and they talked it out. I don't know how it happened. Like some so, teenage girls. Oh, yeah. This is the point I was trying to make. So the, the tide is about to switch again with Meek Mill. No, it's not. Um, people are going to. So he dropped the, the 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 album today. What are the mixtape today? He's been getting positive reviews online about That mixtape is trash. I'm not a giant fan, so I can't. I can, objectively, it's mediocre to me. It's not whack. It's not great. It's just it is what it is. So okay. I don't want to knock it. It's just trash what it is. But people online like it um the beef is squashed he dropped a new project and then monday he got this big uh podcast interview with tax stone you know they had their own issues or whatever the tide is turning again and once people are told to like meek again they're gonna like people because everybody's sheep and they listen they like who they told like
2: nah nah i think i think it's track. i don't think dream chasers four is that good i've listened to it all day that along with prop maybe one of the the best trap albums of the year trap dot uh
1: 3 that's the not, snowman is back think about what you just said you said one of the best trap albums of the year um, call that's it a, what it is call a, it what it is that's a low bar that's it's low not
2: t- it's not a low bar like jeezy's not a lyricist like let's let's not even let's not even start this off with a lie he's right. not a lyricist not at all but he makes incredible anthems and strong music last two albums been kind of weak they've been weak uh way too gone was good super freak was good but like Jeezy used to make like his first two or three albums were really solid and
1: all his mixtapes used to bang so i haven't listened to it yet because i literally good. didn't want to listen to it g wagon so i'll take a listen to it i listened to Meek twice you know what i'm saying so i can like try to objectively talk about it and how disappointed are you on I a mean, scale was, of one to ten the joint with him and toy Liddy, him and Tory lands that joint was straight like it's It'll a couple be on the stuff radio. on there that's straight but like i don't He's just so, lost that momentum. Meek was never like a, a lyricist to me. He, where he shines at is he... Hold on, wait a minute. No, where he shines at is he has flow. So he can ride a beat. You know what I'm saying? He has flow. His flow is good, but lyrics are just always been mediocre to me. So,
2: I give you that. I give you that. Um, uh, What else? What else? I feel like we... Oh, maybe taking a little bit more of a serious turn. Okay. Uh, Sandra Bland.
1: Yes, I do want to talk about that. Yeah, what you? I am thoroughly, I am thoroughly confused. Go ahead. All with right, so what Exactly. we get to the serious part. All right, so reading on CNN, Sandra Bland family settles uh, for one point nine million dollars in a wrongful death lawsuit uh, with the police department.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm confused. Y'all, the police said it was suicide. Why are you selling for a wrongful death case? Like, how? How if it if it's suicide? Where's the wrongful death? Unless it wasn't suicide. How uh-huh. do you? How do you sue somebody? If it was suicide, right? That's what the we official don't, we story don't, was.
2: The, there's no way in hell I believe it was a suicide. She was murdered. I, she was murdered.
1: I tend to believe that as well. However, I don't understand how you sue for wrongful for death on a suicide. You. Why would you pay somebody for that?
2: But but then we had this conversation like a, 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 episode, a, a episode or two ago when we talked about civil charges and then criminal charges. Yeah. Uh, this was certainly a civil suit. I can't they, make you kill yourself. Mm, not in this situation. Uh, like like make that's the a argu- different. That's a different. Topic. Make the
1: argument of like, what well, this he made him her kill herself. Like I don't. What's the argument there? Uh, I don't
2: know. I don't. I don't have that answer.
1: I don't even know if there's a legal argument for someone. Yeah, he made me do it. <laughs>
2: what? Yeah, there's there's probably not an argument for that one. But it's
1: just weird to me. That and it came out of nowhere because I didn't know that there was a case, or whatever. And it was just, are right, we settled? What's the like? So is that the value of human life? is that
2: is that the starting rate of of human life uh it's interesting
1: man uh so uh dick gregory had a a very um a sound um solution Mm -hmm. to the 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 quote-unquote issues between police and everything like that oh uh go ahead go ahead i'll let you so this is what he said he said this is the easy way to fix it uh, make every police officer uh have to be insured in order to be a police officer. Um, so if a, a case like this happens, right? Uh, the insurance company is not going to to kick out that premium or whatever. Yeah. So if you do something that gets you dropped from your insurance company, like you can't work uh, right. as a police officer anymore, right? Right. So say for whatever reason, you officer that has you're just a, a bad officer. You probably value your check and your livelihood more than you value being an asshole to somebody. Right. So um, I can't legislate. You can't legislate hatred or whatever. Like, you can't make someone change their heart. However, you can incentivize them. Well, when you do that, you're not going to be able to make a living anymore. Find a new job. You're not going to be able to go to a different precinct or a different town or city. And, and that's one if argument. If you're not insured, then you can't do it anymore. And so.
2: that's one argument that I've heard also. Like, if you do something you know that causes a death or or something out of the the spectrum of your role that we just blackball them all together like i can i can kill you as an officer in detroit you know go on administrative leave and now i want to move out to seattle start a new life and be a police officer no you are banned or you are banned from this profession because like if you work in retail and you steal you can't go in and that is on your records you can't work at Target right, and steal right. and then go work at Nor- uh Neiman Marcus right. and and be there also because now that theft a is on record, your record.
1: If you got a criminal record depending on what that item is, that's gonna stop you from getting jobs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just it is what it is. Um I think the insurance piece may be a, a way to look at it because an insurance company is not going to wanna pay the premium for somebody suing you for two hundred million or whatever. So they have certain guidelines I'm like listen— If you step out of these guidelines, you get so many of these, then we're not going to insure you anymore. It's just the whole thing that
2: this is they've made the standards now so low and accessible for you to be able. You can be a police officer at 18 years old. Absolutely. And granted, it's not necessarily commonplace that you get pulled over by an 18 year old police officer. But this is how I kind of look at it. It's a lot of police officers in these roles that's never had a physical confrontation in their lives. Right. Right. You know, they, they graduate and they went to college, whatnot, and they coming back and now they want to be a police officer. It's not like we are. T- it used to be a point in time where a lot of police officers were say, "Retire," you know, we're discharged from the military. Mm-hmm. So now for their next stage in life, I want to be a police officer. Right. You got dudes coming off the streets, 24, 25 straight out of college. This is, literally their first job they've never been punched in the mouth before Mm -hmm. so now you got them out on the street and like their first or their first interaction or their first thing to go for is a pistol because they've never been confronted with physical confrontation i had my first fight in third grade i remember i remember my first fight you know what i'm saying and like i fought a lot coming up through the years so i mean i'm not if you've never had a fight you've now you're 25 years old. You never know what it's like for another grown man to punch to you, punch in, you the in the, the mouth.
1: Or well, you may not have had a fight as an adult. Because when you fight when you third, you yeah, in the third, fourth fight. grade, it's different. Like you're not about to die. No, no, you're not going to gonna go. die in third grade. But, but if you get into a fight with a grown man, you're 24. You get into a fight at the bar. That's going to test it you if you're lying harder or not. Absolutely. Also, it's a lot of times where you just may not have had the privilege, for the lack of a better word to actually come in contact with the people that you are policing now. Exactly. So it could be cultural disconnection where like... There is cultural um,
2: disconnection.
1: Like, I don't know that you're slaying terminology. When you say... You may say something, I may take offense to it, and it's like, no, that's not what that means. That actually means that we about to do this. or I, I remember vividly you know, police officers
2: growing up in the same neighborhood that I lived in. Absolutely. I remember Remember, there was a point in time, and this has been less than 10 years, like in the city of Detroit, you had to live in the city in order to be a police officer.
1: Yeah, that's more than 10 years. But I, I literally had the same conversation with my father. And so when you finish, I, I'm going to offer a solution after we finish. Yeah. And, and I remember...
2: You know, in the neighborhood that I lived in, we had a police officer that lived on the block. He His patrol car was his everyday car. Uh-huh. So I knew if I looked down, the, I could know if he was home right, because right. the patrol car was sitting right in front of his house mm-hmm. or in the driveway. So, I mean, that presence was, was always there in the neighborhood. And that was like my first – I didn't have that necessarily – that disconnection because, you know, I knew he was a police officer, but he was also our, you know, you the neighbor. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like when we – when we went trick or treating, he's handing out candy. When we played like baseball or basketball, like he's out on the block, like he was a presence. So it wasn't that that I didn't have that fear or that hatred of the police growing up because I knew him from personal experience. Right, so I knew right. all police officers, you know, weren't bad. Where well, I look at it at another aspect, I was with my son, and me and him are just you know out running errands or whatnot. And we go to Myers. There's a police officer sitting out in front of Myers in in a patrol car. The Detroit Myers, yeah, yeah, the one on uh, the one on Eight Mile. Mm-hmm. There's a police officer sitting out right out front in in front of the patrol car. My youngest son is really adventurous. He he got a a, a really bright and sharp outlook on life, and he's not scared to explore certain things. But when we were walking out. I felt him kind of get a little bit closer to me. And I mean, we walking through a parking lot, so I didn't think nothing of it, but he saw the police and his, he had a look of concern on him. Right. And I know my child and that's, that's not his personality. And the police officer waved and spoke to him. And I said, you know what, man, you don't have to be afraid to speak back because what I don't want you is to grow up with that fear. Yeah. There's bad, there's bad apples in any job, whether if I work at, McDonald's I could be a bad person that works at McDonald's
1: you can be there's a phrase pl- though there's a phrase that goes along with that said, so one bad ba- one bad apple can ruin a whole bunch right so yeah. what they, what what you typically do is when you see there's a bad apple you remove it you don't say well damn uh it's a bunch of bad apples the Apple will be okay like you, you literally have to remove the bad apple or exactly. it literally can spoil it a bunch and I don't think all the time that the bad apple is actually being removed it actually allows to to to, to spoil it a bunch but like, it's all about what you are, uh, what you know to a certain extent. Like, so if you have an ignorance of the police, right? So if every time I see my interaction with the police, the police is on television, I see all these different tragedies or whatever, and literally that's all I ever see. That's my only interaction. Like I sometimes, yeah. I sometimes like. So you know, Maury, right? Yeah. Every time you they on there. Not the Father. More is they, one of my favorite shows. I'm thinking like, no, you must have a skewed perception of how how people actually are if everyone that you come in contact with is doing this exact same thing because you have a limited scope of what you actually see. Right. So I grew up in Iowa. But More is an exaggerated version of reality. No, it's not. Yeah. It the is. reason I say, so if you grew up in a school, say you grew up in a school that has seven black people in it, right? okay uh and you don't have, I know where you're going with
2: this but go ahead go ahead
1: like if you don't have a lot of contact with them what you your information what you hear, see on tv what is you see on television what you hear, like that, that becomes your reality i've never been to egypt uh everything that i've learned about egypt i've, I've looked and googled online or i saw a program or whatnot i've never actually been there myself i have had to basically base my information on something that was told to me or showed to me right right so i have a skewed reality of what it is or whatever and if that is your your reality how do I how do I expect you to act? like this is all I know I don't know I, you I, at the I
2: got you I got you which I, is
1: why I would love and here's the solution um I would love community policing right and the way that you do that is one uh police officers in the, in the city are trapped in stuff like thirty thousand dollars or something they don't make no money that's 15, they don't make no money so listen so f- for fifteen dollars an hour it's not necessarily You worth, go work in a call center right but look and not get shot so for fifteen dollars an hour it's not worth my time or my health or whatever to do this. So how you actually can get more people to actually do this and fix the city at the same time as this. So go back to all new police officers coming into the city. I have an incentive for you where, but they did that where they gave them incentives for housing. Look, this is, they have done that in the past, but it's not across the board. I give you twenty thousand towards a house if you buy a house in the city of Detroit.
2: No nah, man, the city had that bank of houses where you could kind of buy for as little as how's like that working twenty twenty five hundred dollars. How's that working out?
1: I mean, I don't, working. I don't know, I don't know. You got to buy a house. So this is my solution. $20,000, which is at Quick Loans. If you work at Quicker Loans, you buy a house in the city of Detroit, they give you $20,000 towards the house if you buy it in the city of Detroit. If you can do that for Quick Loans employees, the city of Detroit, police officers, fire department, and EMS workers can set that same deal up with Quicker Loans because they are definitely invested inside the city. Dan Gilbert owns damn near uh, 75% he owns downtown. downtown. You know what I mean? So, $20,000 toward a house uh, if you purchase a house in the city of Detroit. Also, when you think about um the, the your greatest living your, your living expenses is gonna be housing, it's gonna be clothing, food it's gonna be food, and it's gonna be uh child care. So if you that use child a, care is a monster. Use a child care service in the city of Detroit, 15% off. If you buy purchase food or clothing in the city of Detroit, it's fifteen percent off as a Detroit firefighter, Detroit uh, police officer or So you're just saying like
2: school. a city discount across the board for clothing? Not every for clothing. Uh, groceries um what do you mean not everything that's damn near
1: everything that you need to live okay okay fine <laughs> and clothing. that's it uh so that's one uh so what that actually does is one uh it makes fifteen dollars an hour last a lot longer because I get Hell yeah twenty thousand towards my house my home care I mean my for my children my daycare or whatever that's kind of taken care of um full clothing and fooding. And what that basically means is clothing that and only is. same. Shit. <laughs> but it forces you to spend money in the city of Detroit so I can grow my tax base because more people will possibly come in and move into move into the city. So that I grow my tax base and I actually get money spreading through the city because you're spending your child care, your clothing, your food in the city. So you get money to actually rotate throughout the city. And that's what you want. You want that dollar to to, to touch five and six hands before it goes somewhere else but but sometimes the city
2: doesn't necessarily offer you know quality level of services in cert, in certain cases uh now as far as like food like yeah you can go to you know there's a lot of different grocery stores in the in, in the city that you can that you can purchase from so i'm i'm completely fine on that but like childcare uh, for instance i mean finding decent child like you don't have kids finding decent childcare is difficult you know what I'm saying? Like you got to interview, make sure it's a good fit what for I, you and your child. But I
1: bet if there was a program put in place where the um, the firefighters, blah blah blah, got a discount, I bet you'd be more people opening up childcare places in the city of Detroit because they know they have a guaranteed um, base. We got a you got guaranteed customers. Yeah, quite possibly. But I mean, but when you say about like twenty thousand
2: dollars for a house, they already give. Or they did it one time. I don't know if it's even still an option. There was a housing incentive, and it didn't necessarily drive droves of
1: people. Because I gave you these. You can pick from these houses. What if I don't want to pick from these houses? You give me an extra 20 on top of what I've already got. I'm going to find out where I want to live at. And what that does, to your point is, if I got more police officers, uh, like your squad car, you take that home. So maybe I don't sit on my front porch and sell drugs if I literally know that there's a police officer with a, up the a squad street. car up the street, I may not get into this fight or shoot up this house. If I know two blocks over, there is literally a police officer right here. You that know can, what I mean? Yeah. So like with that one little move, you can do other, you can do things like that's not the, end I think all, it's, be it's all yeah, fix. but it's a deterrent. Yeah. But like with something like that, I don't think it should be too difficult to have for childcare. Maybe all right. Ask, at, all right. There's an extra person on staff at a school, to keep y'all kids in the auditorium until you get off. And it even like a, a detail, like you know what I'm saying? Or that's like,
2: that's called latch key, and latch key is expensive as hell.
1: Okay, well, the state of Michigan should perform latch key for all state employees. So how much my taxes would our taxes would go through the roof. I paid Man, that's the biggest cracking shit ever. Everybody always say that. What well, my taxes would go through the roof, my taxes would go through I got a breakdown. Of what you actually? Of course do. you do. Of course you know I. You know I'm coming with facts. <laughs> Let me find this. Uh, uh. Uh, man. You got your hand on your heart because
2: we've been drinking Jack Daniels. <laughs> so
1: look, if you make fifty thousand uh, a year, uh, you pay two hundred and forty-seven dollars and seventy-five cent a year for your taxes uh, for defense. Three dollars ninety-eight cent for natural disasters relief, which is FEMA twenty two thousand eighty eight cent a year for unemployment insurance thirty six dollars and 82 cent uh for snap which is food stamps and right. six dollars and 96 cent for welfare so a year a year so everybody be like well i'm fee everybody on welfare taking all my money you pay 36 82 a year for food stamps six dollars and 96 cent a year for welfare guess what you pay in corporate subsidies subsidiaries four thousand dollars your taxes is not going to to city services, and because then your taxes is going to all those uh, corporate subsidiaries and co- corporate discounts that these different corporations get. That's where your money going. So if you ever and the the source of that information exactly the whitehouse.gov, This was from two thousand and twelve. So that's not like just some numbers that. I pulled out my ass. You can actually go to whitehouse.gov and get a breakdown of what you actually pay in taxes. So right. the idea of everybody like, well, that's going to make my taxes go up. No, that's not what your taxes, go. that's not what your taxes are going up. Your taxes are going up for something different. Um, but you can do it if the goal is to make everything better, but that's not really the goal. Wow.
2: I, I, I have nothing negative to say. You, <laughs> you can't argue with facts, but still back to where we initially started, uh, she Sandra Bland is still gone. One point nine million dollars is not going to bring her back. Mm-hmm. It may it may give some financial satisfaction to the family and be able to, you know, sort of help them sustain from the impact of her loss. But I mean, it's still another life gone. The
1: only thing that that does is basically says in a court of law, even though it's civil, that at some particular point the police department was responsible for her death did you know there's literally literally the there was a wrongful death case in the the case of martin luther king jr
2: yeah
1: that they won
2: like back in 99 yeah Not, not even 20 years ago
1: but i mean the money ain't nothing but the whole thing is like officially in court record there's a judge and a jury that decided these particular people were responsible for this act no one knows about it they don't care.
2: Now, I, I think people know. We just, you know, yeah. it's it's not talked about. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 not the uh, it's not what's popping.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, what else? What else? That was deep. Yeah, it was, man. Yeah.
1: And uh, shout out! Did you see Dick Gregory when he came here like a month ago? Man, I couldn't make it. Dog. Well, I forgot about it until that day. I really wanted to go. Incredible!
2: I man. saw Dick Gregory. That's not my first time seeing him, but like. It incredible.
1: oh I did. I d I d I've I've never got to see him in person. I definitely wanted to go. Um I even I, I was planning to go, but I don't know how that it slipped my mind. Oh, one thing we didn't talk about. So earlier in the week, you know, Seventh Streeter, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh she was supposed to sing Beautiful young lady. The national anthem at the 76ers game. Uh she had a a, a jerseys on that said We Matter. Um and, and the
2: Sixers nixed that.
1: Yeah. They wouldn't let her perform or whatever. So they've been getting. So that was about two or three days ago. NBA season just started on the 25th. Yeah. First so night. now the 76ers have apologized to Seven Streeter and they've actually invited her back to see the national anthem. I'd be like, nah, I'm straight. <laughs> like, uh, you just tell me no. And now you're. So now she to- has to.
2: Does she have to follow some type of dress code in order to sing? I feel like as an artist, you should have the platform to express yourself for Well, free. she had
1: signed a contract before because they was like, you can't do nothing crazy. But the We Matters. We Matters is crazy? That's what I thought because that's very inconspicuous. It doesn't, you know, I know what they're trying to avoid, but yes. it just says we. We is in, incorporating everybody. Uh,
2: last time I checked, Philadelphia was a pretty integrated city as far as African-Americans uh i'm i don't think saying that we matter should set off set off a shitstorm like we've seen worse
1: apparently they um they didn't like the backlash that they got or i don't know but now they have apologized and they have invited her back so. uh that's a slippery that's a slippery
2: slope mm-hmm. uh i think you should philadelphia the philadelphia 76ers organization needs to be more focused on that trash ass team <laughs> that they put out on the floor every night Because the Sixers have been a joke since AI retired.
1: This is... uh, Well, they've been a joke while while he was still playing, too. Uh, Uh, They were a respectable squad for a long time. Oh, you know what? We do got a few minutes left. There was something that we did. This is the only thing we didn't talk about yet. I said I was going to make a a particular argument.
2: Okay. I'm Uh, ready to argue. I've been... Look, shout out to Podcast One Studio in Detroit because they set it out. Uh, Having... Having libations here <laughs> every Friday <laughs> makes you know. Shout the, out to this
1: Jack Daniels in my cup. We, we call it show fuel. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: yeah. The, the, the show fuel, fuel.
2: The show fuel. Get, last week it was Tito's. This week Jack, Jack and Coke. And Jack Daniels is my like that's on the top of my list. All
1: right, I so, love some JD. So this Jack Daniels did not prompt my next statement. Okay, but I do believe this, and I'll have, and I'll try to back it up. Um. I think that all drugs should be legal, and the government should stay out of uh, policing the usage of any and every drug. Uh, make, make a case for this one. I'm going to need you to take the stand. and, and, all?
2: and me... all drugs. So we're talking meth, cocaine, meth, marijuana, coke, crack, heroin, everything. heroin everything. crack, yes. shrooms, yes.
0: E, Xanny. Weed, cocaine, LSD, I'm with you.
1: The reason I say all drugs, uh, we Coke and LSD. I can go for reason. It. I say all drugs should be legal uh, because there has not been a law they have ever created that stopped anybody from using drugs. Drugs will always be there. There, there, there is no law uh, that, that will ever stop a drug addict from saying, I want, I want to go get drugs. What the criminalization of drug use does do is create the black market, which creates the violence and then the murders and everything that actually happens. So if you do want to, all the money that you put in fighting, uh, fighting drugs, that should go to rehab and facilities to help people get off of drugs, but not to criminalize it because the people that get killed, they get killed because they get killed for selling drugs. The same thing with prohibition, right? So, but people are
2: still like, if you even make all drugs legal, people will still get killed for selling drugs.
0: Now who would I, I'm not about to go to no crack house if I can go to CVS. Oh, you're talking about like, like, so oh, no, legalize it, regulate it and tax it. Yeah. That's yeah.
2: That's because, like, but you'll never be able to do that because yeah. I am, I am drug dealer a, I grow marijuana out of my house mm-hmm. and I sell it out of the spot. Uh, you'll never be able to tax it or or monitor Say my same growth. Thing about
1: alcohol. But how many people you know got shot over a gallon of vodka lately? No. <laughs> it don't happen. <laughs> nah. But alcohol it's not, is— There's not, not a big moonshine beef going on right now. Because I'm, alcohol is harder to— make. Like, if I could manufacture— And alcohol has killed more people than anything.
2: Oh, hell yeah, but I'm saying— more cancers than everything. I can't manufacture whiskey on my own. Yes, I'm sure can. I could, but Very pro- easily. I've there done it
0: by mistake. <laughs> Whiskey? Yes, I've done it by mistake. Was it any good? I didn't drink it. Man, you hear stories about people making booze in prison yeah, with yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that Proto is... Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah. what I'm saying is, like, you create the black market when you, when you criminalize it. So, like, everybody was getting, in Chicago, all the Al Capone's and all that stuff. But that's not how... They but, were selling, when they made it illegal... I'm going to still sell alcohol and that's where all the murders and the deaths and all the, the drug trade came from because it's illegal. Let's, if let's, it was not, guess what I would be doing? I would open up a business and I would sell it out of the, Just how marijuana is about to be legal again now. But I you, think, but but like this is, we both understand how the dope game
2: works or at least certain aspects of it. Drug dealing is not like a, uh, a. it's not like McGo- demand. Yes, supply and demand, but I may also have a better supply, I may have a larger customer base. And now you're on the end of the block. I stay on one end of Finkel, you at the end of the block, and you're selling dope on my block where I've been the
1: man. But the customers are but you're fighting over customers. If y'all don't have any customers to fight over because your customer's going to CVS, there is no beef.
0: Yes. Well, what are
1: we fighting over? Because you you it's you setting up shop in my neighborhood. It ain't no neighborhood. I'm gonna go open up a store. I don't see Rite Aid and CVS uh, shooting but, out. But
2: but then you're looking at more overhead costs. Like Who you want to keep the money. If you sell drugs, you want to keep the money coming to yourself. Yeah. Well, so you can re up. There's
1: a lot of money in in uh, marijuana that people are making Hell legally. Man. I open up a, if you can sell it legally. If you can sell the drugs legally and still make all the money. Okay, so I'm, would.
2: I'm drug dealer A. I don't have the business acumen nor the desire to open up if a storefront to sell to sell my drugs.
1: But you can open up a crack house. What's the difference?
2: I make my own hours. These people
1: who selling drugs I, are I'm, are convinced. I never have to leave the house. I make my own hours. No, the only difference is instead of you you are filing a location uh, You are you you peeping out your competition. I don't, I don't know any you drug paying, dealers that sell pay. out the same house they live in. They all like anybody you I don't know, know anybody who does that. Okay,
2: not not <laughs> good drug. Not I know, people. yeah, yeah <laughs> not good drug dealers that so, sell out the same so house. What they, that they live so they so
1: they went and they found lo- the they, they they found a spot. They went and found a spot. So they found a building. They actually found employees to work there. They actually pay those employees. They set up a network. They they have business relationships with different people. They they set up a whole. It's a running a business. So if you took those items and just put them in a boardroom, like these people who running, they really run in fortune 500 companies as far as the money aspect. If this, if it wasn't illegal to do so, it would be, they'd be respected. It's a
2: lot less Pablo Escobar's out there, more nickel and dime mom and pop. So all the drugs drug that games. are
1: legal. So when I'm, when I'm, when I'm selling Ritalin, which is the same thing as heroin, uh, just like literally Some one molecule off bro. one molecule difference. So, you know what I'm saying? Now you are you selling drugs, but you sell it in a suit um off Wall Street, you're a great guy. I sell it in a uh I mean I work a in a pharmacy, beater. so I get what you saying. You know what I'm saying? It's the same shit.
2: And shout out to my homeboy Danny. He was the first person to put me up on he would crush his riddling up and sniff it.
1: He, very interesting. He's about that action. Yeah, very very interesting. Uh, <laughs> I mean But like if you when you the, what I'm basically saying is this when you take away the criminalization of it you take away a lot of the crime that's involved with it. Because if these guys can actually sell these products with the same customers and not worry about going to jail, then all that money that we actually spending on sending people to jail and all the, the, the prison and stuff like that, you can put that actually into drug prevention because drugs me saying drugs should be legal is not saying, I think you should do drugs. Now you can actually put that money instead of hiring a team to go arrest these people. How about you hire that in drug pre- prevention rehab facilities, different programs, we still need to attack the issue of drugs, but don't put people in jail for it because guess what? People are still gonna use it. If you crack, oh, yeah. if you if you're addicted to heroin, that's it. Nothing's not a law. gonna make you stop until you get good and goddamn ready I, to stop. They using said I H. couldn't do it no more. Guess I gotta stop. That's not how it works. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not how it works. This make it leak And why is the government I don't know for a hundred percent fact that it's any of your business whether I do drugs or not. I don't do drugs, but what I'm saying, for my government, I don't know you that should. it's any of your business what I do with my own body. Uh and where did you draw the line? Because we all know how dangerous cigarettes are, right? Oh yeah,
2: but cigarettes we make, to uh, kill you faster than weed. We
1: all know how fucking dangerous red meat is, or or alcohol, or like
2: it's, just, it's. I mean, there's a lot of legal stuff that'll kill you, you know, faster than you know, crack or heroin ever will. Uh, shit. So I mean, you you make a valid I, I I just don't see making drugs being legal as stopping the violence and the crime. Like, there's a certain air of violence that the drug game is always going to bring. There's you're not going to eliminate the guns that, and the violence. But that the violence is
1: because we are arguing and beefing over customers. Not necessarily, but
2: say we both doing good. I'm we both living on the same block, serving. I got my customer base. You got your customer base. But I know you clocking. I'm looking at your customers come in and out, so I know you're making money, too. The drug game is not like Wendy's
1: versus McDonald's. It's me versus you. Well, it's that, it's that, doggy that, dog. That, that same type of thing happens in the corporate world. I will go and try to sabotage this particular person's business. I am guarantee you for sure that a lot of murder, if 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 weed was illegal, 100% across the board. Legal or illegal? Legal. Okay. And you can actually purchase it in a store, a lot of crime would stop in the city of Detroit. You would still, you could still get killed. I'm not saying that no one was going to get killed. I'm saying a, a, a large percentage of the crime will stop. I just, I just don't agree with you on that one. How would it? Why would it continue? I because you're
2: making money, and Who's I want making you, money. You're drug dealer B. I'm drug dealer A. You're making money. I want to kill you because I want your money. I want your spot. I want your customers. But once but it, you
1: learn the game, you are you then you understand that. These customers are going to CVS. You're not about to shoot up CVS. Why can't I? I mean, let's just be serious. You're just not. Because you don't you have you have a fear of CVS. You don't have a fear of the guy down the street, but you have a fear of people who can act You put shouldn't you. have a fear of the guy down the street. You, they don't. No, 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 no. Jay, you know better. Drug- you are gonna, gonna mean to tell me that the the, the, the the dude from your hood is not is he's more afraid of the police than he is of the guy down the street. And the guy on the street got a gun. And want to kill him. First of all, let,
2: drug dealing and murder to me they go hand in hand. If you sell drugs, yeah, you murder every day. You got no drugs involved. Yeah, but you gotta be open to the option of murder also.
1: Everybody can murder. Everybody's open to the option. I don't but care I,
2: what nobody says it's it's an occupational hazard. That's like saying I'm a police officer and I'm afraid to pull somebody over because I might get shot. If you, I don't know now, I say this for I'll a fact. Like I don't know nobody that sells drugs that doesn't have a that doesn't have a weapon on
1: them. Don't know one drug dealer that's saying nah. I'm straight on drugs. I put like this: there is no statistical evidence that says making drugs illegal stop people from using drugs. Nah, no. It's, so why it's are you not, doing it? I mean, if if if, if your goal was you're to doing have it a, for the money. So make it illegal. Make it legal. Make it tax it. Make it regular. I mean, that's the reason. And, and that's and that's part of the hookup now. The that, 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 that I don't have to not, pay taxes on my on my dope. The reason that drugs are illegal now is because. Y'all making all these millions of dollars, and the government is not getting no cut off of it. Y'all not gonna do this no more. So how do I want you, my cut? So how
2: do you regulate that I'm I'm growing plants in the basement? Like I can I
1: can have as many plants as I want
2: to. You'll well, never how, know. How do
1: you regulate who comes out with a, with the new Paxil, the the new the new cancer drug or whatever? There are rules and regulations. How yeah, do you regulate? But I can't. Who opens a, 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 I, can't a, a, a manu- I can't
2: manufacture Humira in my house. I can go in the base. I mean, you can put a seed
1: in a red cup and grow weed. You're not gonna make no money like that. You won't. No, no. The, the weed that they selling right now that's not that's not your grandfather's weed. <laughs> this is like like they literally are taking the TAC and doing like this is not your regular weed. There's still a market for. Ain't they, they no. The, the reggies are gone. There's still a market for regular weed. And I'm not even weed. a smoker. And I know that I can. If I was gonna start smoking, I went like, "Where's the regular weed at, please?" Uh, no, I don't want the I don't want the moon rock. But you you I, can you can grow a decent strength. I've grown
2: weed before. I just I just put it out there. Grew it behind my house, behind the garage.
1: But, that ain't what, but it, it but is a plant. That. I didn't smoke it. I said you're not smoking that now.
2: If I had seeds, I would have grown all summer long. That's I will pick? smoke
1: it. If you had your pick of weed, would you what would you smoke? Nigga, you smoke. What do you smoke? God damn it. <laughs> I would smoke the most expensive marijuana I could find. Not that, that regular gives, shit
2: that That gives me higher than a light bill. That's he, what I
1: would smoke. And to be perfectly honest, I'm almost scared of this new shit. Cause like this the weed used. There's nothing to be afraid of. It went from being natural. I'm a pundit. It thing, still is natural. It's still a plant. When you start fucking with shit in the laboratory, that's not that shit genetically modified. It's not natural.
0: Well, but see, I I think that's that's hitting your point right there. So if you can get, I mean, mass production, you know, the economics of scale and all that stuff. If you can walk into a CVS and buy that super strain for twenty bucks, but the guy on the street that's doing his thing doesn't have that mass production behind him, and so it's fifty from him. Why are you still going to go to him?
2: You no, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. And we run him out of you you're gonna drain him out of business. Which is means he's, Or he's gonna have to drop his prices. And he's gonna stop doing this shit and get with the program. Or he's gonna have to kill the competition. Then we're back to he
0: ain't shooting up CVS.
1: He's not shooting <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the a lot of the liquor companies that are out right now, they used they used to be heavy they gang. It. they were they come from gangster. Yeah. La- but guess what if you want to sell liquor right now you can make your own liquor and make your own distillery it's a bunch of them popping up over the city you can sell your own liquor
2: hey man i like i like my jack daniels uh in the glass bottle i don't the, it's like it's like cooking it, this is how i look at like selling weed or even making my own liquor like i like to go out and eat sushi i enjoy sushi. I don't want to learn how to make it because I want somebody to bring it to me on a plate and serve it to me. I enjoy it, but I don't want, I don't want well, to get in there and between, do the labor myself. That's,
1: that's the difference between the creators and the consumers. But if you're a hustler and you, if you've been selling this shit out there, you've always wanted to make it. You, have, you actually are doing more work trying to stand on the radar from the police. Like, it'll be a lot easier for me. I don't, matter of fact, I don't even got to pay y'all this much. I will pay you minimum wage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, I'll fucking have benefits. I can sell weed and have benefits. I can sell cocaine, whatever it is, and have benefits. But what I'm just basically saying is the reason that it should be legal is because the law being there doesn't do anything. It actually costs me more money um, or costs the state more money to try to put these people and house them and put them in prison for all these times than it no, would. The, just. The, to, the
2: state is making money off you while you're in prison. They're not taking no
1: loss. True that. But what I, what the pr-
2: prison system is privatized. They're not taking a loss.
1: I think drugs should be legal. And um, that's, I mean, just make that shit legal. And it's no business of my own. It's no business so of the you, government for what you do with so your when own you, body. So,
2: you, so when you run for city council, that should be your platform. I, I mean, thought about it. I, th- You know, real life Amsterdam, like it was in. Oh, no, 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 no that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. I'm just saying. People are
1: going to do the drugs anyway.
2: Yeah, I mean, you can't you can't stop nobody. Like, if I want to get high, I'm going to get high. I'm going to find a way to Whether get high. Whether there's a law
1: there or not, right? Yeah, I'm going to find so a way to get as, high. So you might as well um, focus your efforts on drug prevention and drug facilities to help people get off the drugs than just putting them in jail. Because putting them in jail is not going to stop their habits. But if we could, but I just feel like. It's ineffective. I'm all about, like, logic and common sense. If this is the process you've been doing and it doesn't work, why are we going to continue to do it?
2: Uh yeah, cause I mean the consumer base isn't going anywhere. It's, I was that was gonna be my next argument? Like, if, but uh, uh. I yep. mean I, I'm not
1: uh, in another episode of <laughs> shit. Jason was right about. Uh, because
2: <laughs> uh, I'm a proponent for maybe I'm not I'm not gonna make a joke about crackheads, but I'm just thinking like
1: everybody does... So for an example, everybody that's ever done crack is not a crackhead. No, nah. everybody probably ever done here because. This is just my. This is not. I don't have. I any, used to
2: date a girl that did H.
1: I don't. I don't have like. She used this to is, shoot up in her foot. It's not backed by back, back facts or anything. Everybody who does a particular drug is not an addict of that particular drug for whatever reason. Everybody has a different threshold. Like in alcohol, yeah. there's alcoholism for real, and everybody has a different threshold. So there's a point where you can drink so much that you develop it yeah uh, and you're acro an alcoholic right and everybody has a different some of that is like genetics like yeah they say so when i had to go to these classes i had to go to... <laughs> i learned these in these classes yeah. that the state suggested that i go to <laughs> See, strongly suggested they, su- they strongly so, suggested so I you maintain to your freedom yeah so uh so i learned about this stuff like so everybody who's ever done here i do not advise you to ever do heroin but no. so everybody who's ever done heroin is not uh, 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 somebody out here on the street. There are a lot of functioning people. If you do Ritalin, if you do, if you pop um, uh, per- all them shit, they pop the, the uh, percocets, Adderall, Adderall, Xanax. Adderall is not that different. It's not that much different.
2: No, nah, I took one of my sons. my My youngest son takes Adderall because he has really bad attention. He's
1: taking very something a substance very close you know, to
2: heroin. I'm, I I was trying to get his mom to let him take edibles like like uh a very concentrated and control level of marijuana edibles because that can also help yeah in but real life she's not going like mom's not going for that
1: like because they'll they'll take something they'll just extract the t the thc and put it like in a tea or something and it's not like you're not about to get any kind of euphoric high off of it it literally it's just, just gonna help them
2: stay stay focused yeah because i took one of his adderalls by mistake by mistake yeah it was it was straight up a mistake
1: i heard it was that's like the limitless pill uh yeah, I want a limitless pill. I want somebody to make it. You you really, I
2: I could tell the difference from when the pill started kicking in to when I hit that that bottom. Mm. And it's, I, like it puts my son takes like ten milligrams, and it not like at the end of the day, it's like he been driving cross country. He is dead ass tired.
1: You know, I almost forgot. We should have people call in about the uh, if they think the drugs should be legal or not. Drug uh, should, I yeah. mean, I'm in agreeance with you that
2: drugs should be legal. I just think it's going to be hell. Trying to regulate it, tax it, uh, you know, keep so you people in me. line. I won.
0: They do it with booze?
2: It's so. It's just so different. It's just so different. I mean, I agree with you to say that you won. Uh, I mean, it's your argument, so whatever. I, I just agree with you that drugs should be legal. I mean, I smoke. I smoke, so I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah, I... Would you, would, you, would you like to do that in East Lansing? You can do it. So, and hey. East, yeah, out in open. you All can. Right. It's a college town. You should be able to. A only college
2: town is essentially Hamsterdam.
1: The only thing with the uh, the we about to wrap up actually. Uh, the only thing with the medical marijuana and like Denver and everything like that, um, the use of marijuana is not legal federally. It's on a state to state basis. Yeah, so they actually can't put their money in a bank. So they, they they literally have cash uh like in hidden spots and they have to pay for armored trucks whatever they can't f- put their money in the bank so they got to keep it somewhere else so these papers have all this money it's in cash somewhere god bless cash money yeah us yeah that's interesting like so when you find out <laughs> when I
2: when I when, when I hit the the goes, yeah, like, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, it'd probably be more break-ins at CVS and uh, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like
1: you would have to have security there so people don't break in and steal the drugs. But I mean, I work for a pharmacy
2: and I know like where I know what's important to them. Like if our perfect example, our lights went out, they're they're going to the back to save the drugs and make sure that
1: the medication doesn't go bad. They don't care about us sitting in the dark. You li- so you live. In the exact utopia that I'm just talking but well, you work in the, the, the utopia I'm talking about. They sell legal drugs there. Get They're it, more yeah. addictive and probably kill more people by accident than any of the other drugs.
2: Uh, no, our drugs
1: are are more specialty medication. So it's... Mm-hmm. I bet the drugs kill more people uh, than marijuana has ever killed not, by accident.
2: Not not the... not Like, our drugs are for, like, cancer, oncology, rheumatoid arthritis. They're more sustaining drugs, not not like you can't like we don't have we don't have no promethizine take two pills instead of one pill Uh, or or give somebody the wrong pill oh no you give somebody the wrong pill I may have to fire you Uh, that's just
1: can you talk about that one story that one story that uh, at work or
2: that you can't talk about that? No. I probably got to shy away from that.
0: Yeah. Because
2: okay. <laughs> yeah. I do have a couple co coworkers that listen. Oh, and wow. the last thing that I need is for that to get back. Yeah. Because I'll probably be dropped. They'll, they'll random drug test me on Monday. They'll bring that up oh, in a so meeting on Tuesday. Yeah, 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 yeah. And on Wednesday, I'll be calling Marvin to, uh, to help me get through. Hey, yo. One thing I want I do want to talk about on drug usage and it is real funny that you mentioned. it. So I was in Target the other day and uh I work out in Canton and the Canton police just, you know, dry, they they drive around Canton. So I was in Target in Canton and uh like four or five police cars roll up. There was a dude in Target stealing 50-inch TVs out of Target. Jesus. He had he had Four fifty-inch TVs in his trunk, and he came back in to steal three more.
1: How? How? how?
2: This is. I, I talked to the loss prevention guy because I'm like, how the hell does somebody walk out the front door of Target with seven fifty-inch TVs? And he said he didn't walk out the front door. This guy, the guy that they that the police rolled up on, is known for stealing, stealing televisions. And this is what happened. He parks. If you ever go into a Target where you know how the the TV section is back on that it has like a wall full of TVs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said the loss prevention guy told me he said it's always near a fire exit. So he takes him and dip out the back. He said he comes in because he's known like he's got target for like $100,000 worth of merchandise worldwide. He goes in, walks the back wall where the camera's really not not catching them. Goes grabs a buggy, walks the back wall He'll park next to the fire exit, and he comes in about 9.30 or so. Target closes at 10. So it's not like a lot of traffic in there. Goes, Walks the back wall, will load them in the cart, just go out the side door, put them in the trunk, and he's out. Mm. When the police came, he already had four in the car. He got caught because he went back in to get three more. Stupid. Yeah. But I wish I could have met him before he went in. Because I cause definitely need
1: a new tee. I,
2: I, I want a new tee. Yeah, 50 years. I'm sure we could have made a deal in the parking lot. Yeah. All right, man. It's a pretty good episode. It's always good. Oh, before we get off the air, shout out to another friend in the show, our homegirl, Nina. Everyday Ignorance. Uh, she's dropping that every Friday now. Uh, it's either every Friday or every Saturday on SoundCloud. You can go in and type "Everyday Ignorance" because I forgot to shout her out last week. She drugged me all week <laughs> long, and she's a friend of the show, personal friend of ours. I love her to death. Shout out! I to want Nina. to see her podcast be successful and blow up. I know she's going to have us on there real soon. Yeah. So shout out to Nina. I wanted I to be good gotta on. Got to share
1: it. some every. I, I got to share some of that everyday ignorance uh, on our show. Uh, her show yeah yeah and she did on our
2: show. and we, we want to see like there's no hate from from the barbershop we want to see you want to see everybody live well and prosper uh shout out to the cop with the perm that pulled me over i'm gonna <laughs> find out your name i'm gonna drag you next
1: week i don't let shit go uh, apparently the Highland Police Department doesn't either <laughs> <laughs> Highland Park, the police department doesn't either. Uh once again, appreciate y'all guys for listening, checking us out. Um on Instagram, you can find us at Shop Talk Podcast. Yeah. Um, uh, help
2: us get them followers
1: up. We got definitely kinda, we kinda lighting the ass in that area. I know. I'll be promoting on my personal page more than my uh on the shop talk it, page. I yeah gotta. we we gotta drive traffic to
2: the to that spot. Uh
1: go on YouTube and hit uh, hashtag shop talk podcast we got uh the last it's gonna be the fourth episode with video up yeah yeah um the and we're
2: some handsome guys like you should you should look at our faces hey you
1: know what i'm saying i'm trying to be out here
2: yeah uh what else uh dame gone wild instagram twitter and snapchat if you followed me on snapchat you could have followed my Cause I snapchatted the whole ordeal with the police. I know you called me that night. Like, I know you don't be on Snapchat. This is what happened. I had no, I had no idea. that you... <laughs> So I, I snapchatted the whole, like it's gone now, but I snapchatted the whole. When I went back on there, I seen the snap says I'm about to go to jail. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> with the police lights flashing, flashing in my mirror, but yeah. Dame going wild on Snapchat, Twitter and Instagram shop. Talk podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, what's your info? Uh,
1: I never gave him my Snapchat info, but it's J. Johnson313. See, you've been giving out the wrong information for like. I couldn't get J. for that. There's another J. Johnson313 on Snapchat for some reason, but J. Johnson313 on Snapchat and J. Johnson313 on Twitter, Instagram. We
2: need to follow him and send him a DM because you're fucking up the brand. Like, get off.
1: Yeah. (laughs) We're trying to have continuity. Like,
2: because when I knew he was doing the podcast, I went on and changed everything to the same thing because I said. You're going to be able to find Dame Going Wild. Yeah. So I made sure the continuity say, was
1: there. I do, do Dame Going Wild and all the SoundCloud tags yeah, and yeah. other tags on YouTube. So if you go on YouTube and if you, if you type in the pride appearance of Puritan ass, <laughs> that video. Dame go Wild. <laughs> all right, man. I appreciate y'all, appreciate y'all for listening. We got an, uh, a nice, we got a special episode coming up. We got up some guests. We got special some dope guests ass guests week. coming in. Can we say who they are? I don't know. We'll, we'll just I don't wait. I do want to yet. Yeah, but we got
2: some dope ass guests coming next week and even the next couple weeks. And yo, let's let's just throw positive vibes out there in the universe. Yes. There there's a huge guest that we've been in contact with and we we're putting positive vibes out there that we need you to come on and and bless the podcast.
1: I just seen a picture with that possible guest with my homeboy with Hillary
2: Clinton. Oh, that's disappointing. We need him on the. F- <laughs> that's disappointing. <laughs> we need him on the podcast. Yeah, and maybe and maybe we can get him to to do his like what he's known for. We can get. You think we can get
1: him to spit? Eh, maybe not. But we. Yeah, I, I feel like if like like we can get him to, too much, No,
2: too much. no. I feel like if we can get him to rap, we can set him up like Big Tigger used to do rappers in the basement. Because I
1: like, will give us some bars. Yeah, we can
2: <laughs> we we can we can make we can make him step his step his bars up, but we'll yeah. keep that. Just throw positive vibes out there that the guests that we're gunning for, you know, from from our lips to God's ears. So until next week, it's it's that Shop Talk Podcast Life.
1: Absolutely. And I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast, but, but we are. Jay and Dame.
2: Hell yeah. All
1: right. From the short, from
0: the short, uh, live yeah, from yeah, the pink suits
1: with hats to match, big crack a doll Cadillacs. You
0: looking for the fattest sacks? This is where it's church. at. Windows
1: tenant, seats for lyric line. Keep the hands church. on the burner, cause niggas know.